The Spur of the Moment podcast is proudly presented by Shane Daigie, Realtor of Always Here Properties. Selling your home, buying your home, first-time buyers, investors, and seasoned home buyers. Call or text 512-540-1626, and I'll be glad to help with all of your real estate needs. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Spur of the Moment podcast. I'm your host, Shane Daigie. And I'm your co-host, Drew Daigie. Welcome to episode 95 of Spur of the Moment. Yeah, and the Spurs lost a close one here to the Phoenix Suns by a score of 133-95. to If you can sense the sarcasm, you're right. It was a blowout of epic proportions, and the Spurs struggled. That moves the Suns' record to 16 wins, 7 losses overall, and your San Antonio Spurs to 6 wins and 18 losses overall. Tough night for the Spurs. Uh, We're now sitting in the bottom three of the worst records in the NBA, and uh, obviously the the lottery odds for you tanksters um, are... Looming. Drew, what were your initial thoughts about this game? Yeah, it was tough. I mean, we started off the game winning 7-0, to but then after that it all went downhill. Um, um, shooting 19% from three-point range is unacceptable. That cannot happen. 43% for the field isn't too bad. But the Suns just had way too many assists with 38, and we only had 19. Um, and they had a lot of points in the paint. Um, 54. So the Suns just really outplayed us with a better team. I mean, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, Chris Paul. So I think they just outplayed us. Yeah, they outplayed us. And uh, we're going to listen to some words from Brett Brown, who was serving as the head coach since uh, Greg Popovich had a minor medical procedure. He was out on this one. But listen to what Brett Brown had to say about the Spurs effort. In period, you know, we, we came out, we were competitive. And I thought the second period in general, like we, we were having a hard time getting stops mostly, you know, their, their ability to get inside the, the paint and, you know, we rotate and they got drop off pass after drop off pass after drop off pass to their big guys. But when you, you, you go backwards and you say, well, how did it happen? It's just we got beat on the first line of our defense. We had to rotate, and we didn't have that second piece to the puzzle of, uh, of one more rotation. The truth, like when we go back on it, when I, saw, I just saw some of them, it's a byproduct of, you know, doubling Booker. It's a, by, die, uh, a byproduct of getting cross-matched with Aiton, and you got to go down and claw that out. And they're a veteran team, and they're a good team, and they make you – you know, they, they, they are punishing as they see you coming. But I think the threes, for the most part, were a byproduct of rotation. And, uh, you know, that was on us. Like, that was the game plan to try. So, that was Brett Brown talking about the Spurs. And just kind of a lot of young mistakes. You can tell by the rotations and not getting that. That's just having to learn uh, throughout the process of a game. So, that was Brett Brown's sentiments on it. Let's get to our top two and bottom two segment. Drew, who were your top two? Yeah, for my number one top two, I went with Keldon Johnson, the leading scorer for us. He put up 27 points, five rebounds, shot 11 of 23 23 for the field, and one of five from the three-point line in 33 minutes. A good night from Keldon Johnson there with 33 minutes of play. My second top two, it was kind of hard to come up with another top two. But I decided to go with Devin Vassell, the second leading scorer. Devin put up 14 points, 4 assists, 
five rebounds, shooting five of 12 from the field, and two of six from the three-point line in 31 minutes. Those are my top two. Let's hear what you have on the top two. Yeah, I also had Keldon as a top one. It was nice to see him kind of get his shot back a little bit. Uh, almost 50% uh, for him. He was 11 of 23 overall. But the 27 points, it's nice to see Keldon. He's our, he's you know one of our top two players uh, for sure, if not the top player, and it's nice to see him get his stroke back. My number two was uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Kata Bates-Diop. He ended up 5 of 6 shooting, ended up with 12 points, 3 rebounds, and uh, just a steady force there for the Spurs in the paint defensively. So, Kata Bates-Diop was number two on my top two. All right, let's get to the bottom two. Yeah, so for my number one on the bottom two, I have Mr. Zach Collins. He had a tough game, putting up four points, six rebounds, but his shooting was awful, shooting one of seven from the field and 0 of three from the three-point line with a pair of three uh, three turnovers. So Zach Collins is my number one bottom two. My second bottom two, I went with Isaiah Roby, um, who only had two points and three rebounds, shooting 1 of 6 from the field and 0 of 3 from the three-point range in 18 minutes. So those are my bottom two. Okay. And I had, uh, for my bottom two, I had Mr. Gorgie Jing. And the main reason for him was, uh, you know, his shooting wasn't spectacular, but the three turnovers are what got him there for me. Uh, you know, I just I wanted him to do a little bit more, and I, I think uh, – you know, one of four shooting and three turnovers just didn't get it done for me. And my number two was Zach Collins, who, again, one of seven shooting. He did some other good things. I, I like the way he battled and uh, rebound. He's such a physical player. He's kind of the enforcer for the Spurs. But uh, but he was one of seven shooting and over three from three-point line, so that's why he was my number two on the bottom two. All right, let's get to our uh, next segment of the show called the Question of the Day. Remember, you can always text your question to 512-540-1626. Or email your question to spurspodcast99 at gmail.com. Today's question comes from Richard in Holotus, Texas. Richard says, Hi guys, we're obviously tanking in my opinion. What's your opinion on how we'll be if we get Victor Webinyama or Scoot Henderson? Drew, tell me your take on this. Yeah, so if we got one of those two, we'd be way better Possibly a play-in team with because we already have Kelton Johnson and Devin Vassell. But if we ended up getting one of those two, um, Victor Wembanyama or Scoot, we would be so much better. Victor Wembanyama, seven four, can shoot threes, um, is one of the most athletic players um, ever. Um, so is Scoot um, Henderson. He's one of the most athletic players ever. So one of these two players will change any team's franchise. Okay. So, my opinion is, if we get either one, those two guys are really talented players. However, I will say that let's let's uh, temper the expectations for next year and the future. We're still young. We're still developing. So, it's not going to necessarily make us into a title contender immediately. I just think we win a little bit more games uh, next year and probably – still get a lottery pick. So that's my take. I think they're still young. They're still going to have to adapt to the speed and the pace of the NBA. So we just have to understand these. this is all about development with our guys right now. So uh, anyway, thanks for your question, Richard. All right, let's get to this day in Spurs history. Drew, what do you got? Yeah, so for this day in Spurs history, I'm actually going to only go back one year 
where the San Antonio Spurs faced the Golden State Warriors on December 4th, 2021, and the Spurs got this upset, winning 112-107, to with our leading scorer being DeJounte Murray. He had 23 points, 12 rebounds, 7 assists. Derek White, well, actually, Derek White was a leading scorer. Derek White put up 25 points, 3 assists. Joachim Pertle had 6 points, 9 boards, 5 assists. And Doug McDermott had 13 points. And coming off the bench, we had Lonnie Walker, who had 21 points and 4 rebounds. So, that is this day in Spurs history where the San Antonio Spurs upset the Warriors, improving our record to 8-13. Okay, so thank you for that. That's uh, recent history for us. All right, so we're going to preview the upcoming game. And this one is an interesting matchup, I think. The whole league will be watching this one, and not for the same reason the whole league watches the Bucks and Sixers and the Suns and Mavs or whatever. This one's a whole different dynamic. It's the, hey, it's nice to get a win, but not so bad if you get a loss game of the season. So the Houston Rockets come into San Antonio on Thursday night at 7.30 p.m., and uh you know, the Rockets are sitting right now at the recording of this episode with a 7-win, seven 17-loss record, and the Spurs have a 6-win, 18-loss record. Uh, Drew, what can you tell us about the Rockets? Yeah, the Rockets are a really good, uh, a really young team. I mean, um, I think it's a battle of the uh, two of the th- top three youngest teams between the Rockets and the Spurs. But the Rockets' leading scorer will be Jalen Green, who's averaging 21 points, four rebounds, four assists. Kevin Porter Jr., who's putting up 19 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists. Um, Singoon, who's putting up 15 points, 8 rebounds, a really good player. And Eric Gordon, who's putting up 12 points, 2 rebounds, 2 assists. Um, this, I think this will be one of our best matchups of the year, and I'm very excited to watch this game. And it might have um, in, um, draft draft implications implications on the line yeah for sure definitely going to have uh draft implications so uh, going to be interesting to see there are some notes and we're recording this episode a little bit late because drew had to he, he's been hooping and balling himself so kind of delayed us a little bit but i will tell you some players are going to be out in this game as of right now recording this episode the day of kata bates diop out Jakob Pertl out, Josh Richardson out, Jeremy Sohan out, and Devin Vassell out. So we're going to be missing a lot of guys uh, in this matchup. So let's talk about who is your player to go off and what's your prediction for this one, Drew? Yeah, so my player to go off, I'm going to go with Doug McDermott. I think he's due to have a good game, and he might get the start. I'm not sure, but if he does, I think he's going to have a great game, even if he comes off the bench. But he's had a rough year so far, and I think he's going to – um, bounce back with a good game here. But, unfortunately, I have the Rockets to win this game by about six. I was going to pick the Spurs originally, but with all these injuries, I'm actually going to go with the Rockets. Okay. Well, that's – how much do you have them winning by? Seven. Seven, okay. Well, my player to go off, and I had to change this because Devin Vassell just got called out on this one. But my player to go off is going to be Keldon Johnson. I think he's going to put the team on his back. I think this is my hot take of the day. Keldon Johnson will get his career high tonight 
against the Rockets. His previous career high is 34 points. I'm going to say Keldon goes off for 36 points tonight, leading the Spurs to a win by one point as Keldon hits the game-winning shot to beat the Rockets. So that losing streak I'm calling is going to be over tonight. Fire take right there. Uh, Yes, fire take. So that brings us to the conclusion of this episode of the Spur of the Moment podcast. We'll be back with you immediately following tonight's game to give you the recap uh, on the Spurs-Rockets matchup, or maybe we're going to be recording this tomorrow. I'm not. We haven't decided yet. It's either going to be tonight or tomorrow. So thanks for joining us. Drew, would you take us home, please? Yes, thank you, everybody, for joining us. And as always, go Spurs, go!